You know what? What? I feel like <laughs> this is going to be an impossible mission to get to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> It's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all so you don't have to. It's movies that don't suck and some that do. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all ages, welcome to the new episode of Movies That Don't Suck and Some That Do. My name's Neil. And I'm Chris. And today... We got the two movies that everybody's been talking about this week. Well, yeah, the, the ones. No, that... I mean last week because <laughs> let's be honest, this week everybody's now talking about Barbie. Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. But, but um, the first movie we're going to be uh, going over is the Project Greenlight winner. Now, if you don't know, Project Greenlight is uh, years ago Ben Affleck and Matt Damon uh, basically made a way for up and coming. Uh, directors to get a chance at making films and then they kind of like film as reality show so that gives them the money to make the movie that they need to make uh where's that here it is yeah project Greenlight. uh you can watch it the new season's on hbo max Uh, again they don't pay us to say that i'm just saying i watched it yesterday so you have to suffer too (laughs) um but the movie is called gray matter uh starring I sent you the list of stuff. <laughs> I know you did. I know you did. I just didn't have it up. I was not prepared, guys. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I blame I blame Chris. <laughs> By the way, the clips I got are, are shorter because there's so many people to get through today, but they're shorter. So it's, Oh, yeah, yeah. dude. Okay. Um, so, Mia Isaac. Sure. Thank um, you. Okay. You know, actually, I, I wanted to take you here first. I think it could be super helpful. Before you write, you have to deal with why you're feeling stuck. That was from actually Not Okay, that movie we talked about earlier this year. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Whereas not okay. I, I could call Great her not, not Zendaya. It's like a call in that movie. Not Zendaya. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> also starring in this movie, playing, uh, playing her mother, Jessica Francis Dukes. Not like normal people, right? These abilities only work if you are in control. So what's his name? Whose name? We're not playing that game. You want to keep secrets and shield them better in your mind. It's actually from the from the Green Matter trailer because um, there's nothing on the internet for her except for that. Like she's in Ozark. She plays that that uh, FBI agent, but in yeah, she did. Yeah. She played the FBI agent Ozark, one of my favorite shows. Mm-hmm. That's Probably right. of all time. You know why? We, because uh, yeah, I know why. Jason Bateman. Bateman. Every time, Bateman's the boy. Bateman the Bateman. <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, one of my favorite uh, actors. In uh, I love seeing this dude every time he pops up because mm-hmm. you never know what he's gonna play. Yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, Garrett uh, Dillahunt. You're making a bomb? It's a fizzy water machine. I'll make you one, but be warned, I prefer my carbonation sharp, like the devil dancing on my tongue. Well, maybe later. Gloria and I are going to walk to the phone store. If we're going to hit the congresswoman's house Saturday, we're all going to need to be able to communicate. So it takes two people to go to the phone store, does it? Is this a date? No, it's not. I just wanted to see the inside of a phone store. Why, did she say something to you? It's from Sprung. 
Sprung was one of those, those shows that came out like right after the pandemic. Decades ago. Decades ago. <laughs> what, what was he in? He was in something that I, I watched weekly. What was it? Was it not the was he, oh he was in Fear the Walking Dead as John DeWary. It was forty one episodes of Fear the Walking Dead. He was also yeah, in Dead with the movie, but yeah. that was uncredited. But yeah, he was in Fear the Walking Dead. And Army of the Dead. He was in that too. Oh, maybe it's Army mm-hmm. of the Dead. I remember him from uh, anyway. Um, so those are the three main actors for Grey Matter. We'll be talking about that movie first, and also about Project Greenlight a little bit. I watched the whole reality uh, show. Neil, no, I didn't watch it because I was busy. But Neil, you know, has been on. He's broken his arm, so he's just stuck at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I watched it while I was actually preparing uh, the the podcast yesterday. Okay, so gotcha. I just had it up on the TV while yeah. I was working on everything. Um. Then the movie of the last weekend, which will not be the movie of this weekend, (laughs) (laughs) it it will get annihilated by uh, a Barbie girl, and then Oppenheimer will come in second. Yeah. It's already – Barbie has already sold more tickets than Avatar Way of Water pre-sale. You and I are both really excited for that movie. I know you are. I know, right? <laughs> Whoever knew I was going to be, I was going to sit here and say, so, as a 40-year-old yeah. male, going to be like, I want to go see Barbie. So I was excited <laughs> when I heard that Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach were working on it together. And I'm like, okay, they're not going to go the traditional Barbie way. It's going to be something subversive about it. And so I'm excited. Yeah, I've, 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 I tried to, I had to skip so many uh, stories about it while I was looking for new segments. Because we got to talk next week. <laughs> By the like, way, uh, I will be dressed up next week on the podcast for that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> as a burnt body of somebody got hit by an atomic bomb. That's right. <laughs> yeah, as a dead corpse. <laughs> yeah. All right. The second movie we're watching this week. Yes, it is the big Tom Cruise action movie of all time the one the only mission impossible not yeah not that one not that one yeah keep going oh, this one wait a minute this one no that's that's the first one from i think 1998 or six yeah, keep oh, what's going. The, what this one that's the second one that actually that's the one that biscuit did the song for and Metallica's "I Disappear," oh, yeah, which is right, one yeah. of my favorite. That is going. like one of my favorite Metallica <laughs> newer songs of all time. Is I. Uh, this one? No, that's Mission Impossible three. Oh, what about this one? No, that's my that's one of my favorite ones. Ghost Protocol, but not that one. Not, not that one. Not Rogue Nation either. This is the number one voted best uh, Mission Impossible movie from fans. Did you know that? Fallout? Mission Impossible Fallout. Really? That's not my favorite. Yeah, that's the number one voted. There we go. Interesting. No, not that one either. Oh, do you see who's in the bottom though? I seen this. It's, Disney, it's George Decay. Oh, it is George Decay. Man, young one. Yeah, I know. And then here we go. No, not even that one. No, yeah, no, not going. that Mission Possible. Not that. Mission oh, Possible. you see who's in this one? Tell me. Wait, we do. Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, Leonard Nimoy. Far right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, how many Mission Impossible things? Okay, Mission Impossible has been the most remade, reboot, redone, well, not redone or rebooted, but like just continuance yeah, yeah. show on from like the 1950s yeah. on. But the Mission Impossible we're talking about is Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. I love that they tell you it's a part yeah, one. Yeah, Unlike five movies this past yeah. year that you know you go in and it's like oh. I guess yeah. this is the beginning. Yeah, you sit down with movie. you sit down with Dune, and then the title comes up, and you're surprised with Dune Part One. You're like, "What the fuck, like <laughs> <laughs> you bastards!" <laughs> and anyway, 
first starring the man who this is literally his uh his description on Twitter on his Twitter account the man who's been running in movies since 1981 <laughs> Tom Cruise respect the cock oh, God, and tame the cunt <laughs> Take it on head first with the skills that I will teach you at work and say, no, no. you will not control me. No. no, you will not take my soul. No, no. you will not win this game. Because yeah. it is a game, guys. You want to think it's not, huh? You want to think it's not, you go back to the schoolyard and you have that crush on big-titted Mary Jane. <laughs> Respect really? the cock. That is Tom Cruise from Magnolia. <laughs> channeling exactly his inner, his, but literally, literally uh, channeling his inner what? Joe Rogan? You know, his Tate. His, <laughs> what's that guy's name? Andrew Tate. Uh, Andrew Tate. Tate. <laughs> channels <Yeah>. inner Andrew <laughs> Tate. <laughs> That that's probably where Andrew Tate got it from. Yeah. Um, really, like literally, there's so many great <laughs> word, like quotes by Tom Cruise. There's need, I have a need, a need for speed. I almost or, did. I almost did. Uh, you, I you complete me, me from, from Jeremy Moore. You complete me. I was like that. <laughs> yeah, but I saw that me. when I was thinking. And you're like, no, I want to do. I want to do the the clip of him talking about cocks. That's Respect great. <laughs> the cock. <laughs> oh god chris i love you all right anyway uh next in this movie um you could say co-starring but i'm just gonna say she was the headliner yeah uh Haley Atwell. i understand you're not happy with your meal you work here unfortunately no just so we're clear this is pressed until you'll break your artery and maybe dull but i'm determined keep smiling once you start to bleed, you'll lose consciousness in 15 seconds. You'll die in 90 unless someone comes to your aid. Now, given your recent behavior, how likely do you think that is to happen? <clears throat> to prevent this not entirely unfortunate event from occurring, I suggest you find a new place to eat. Do we understand each other? Yeah. Good. Oh, one more thing. Tip generously. So I know Neil would have killed me if I didn't get anything from Agent Cardi, so I picked her basically threatening to kill someone with a fork. Oh, man, I love... Uh, Haley Atwell and Agent Carter. I don't think that got enough love. The, the writing was kind of a little bad yeah. when it got to it, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, it, you know, but Haley, I just, dude, I can't wait to talk about her later in this movie. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, also in this movie, uh, the one, the only, he is besides Tom Cruise. Oh, by, by the way, there's Agent Carter. Agent Carter, uh, <laughs> love it. Anyway. Every time you see a blue dress and a red hat, guys, usually with somebody cosplaying Agent Carter. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, he is the only guy who's been in every Mission Impossible movie with Tom Cruise. I think that's one of the facts I have later, and that is Vin Reams. No, man. I'm pretty fucking far from okay. That's all I need from him, man. <laughs> what the hell? Of, okay, so you get the cock, you get the cock one from Tom Cruise. Cruise, you get the, you get the, the, the scene from Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay, so what do you got for Simon Pig? I gotta hear this. It's all right. I'm not trying to have sex with you. There's something I need to tell you right now. Unless you do want to have sex, in which case I'll tell you afterwards. Yeah, it's a little hard. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the one who I can never get her last name correct, Palm. Dude, you're you're asking the wrong guy because I can't do it. All right, I'm gonna. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna be be really nice okay. about it. I'm gonna just take it. Uh huh. One second. 
Now, Palm's really good. I like her. Uh, did you see the... Uh, there was a shit-talking video she made about her about her fantasy football team versus Chris <laughs> Evans and Tom Cruise and Hallie and all them joined in the video oh, while awesome. they're out of the, yeah, it's really cool. All right, here we go. We're going to, we're going to hear how to pronounce this real quick. Okay. So, uh, Neil gets has to get this. So. Oh, sh- 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 sh. it's Klimatiev. Okay. Klimatiev. So is it? Klimatiev. Yes. Palm Klimatiev. No, telepaths know thoughts. Empaths feel feelings. Emotions. You feel love. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I feel a general unselfish love for just about everybody. No. Romantic, sexual love. No, no, I don't. For her. No. Do me, do me, do me. All right, that's that's from Gallery New Currency Obviously Volume Two where Mantis. I mean everyone hey, So so usually your mom's listening. It looks like my mom's listening this time. Hi Neil's <laughs> mom. How are you? Helen, right? <laughs> yeah. Hi Helen. <laughs> uh all right, and also in this uh movie is Palm uh Clementine. We just played her. Yeah, but you gave it to me twice, so I Oh sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Rebecca Ferguson is also in this movie. Well, hi there. Where did you find those? I know all the secret places. Do you want one? You're wondering why I'm wearing such a funny hat. <laughs> I always wear this hat. So much, it's a part of my name now. My friends... My very, very best friends. They just call me Rose the Hat. From Doctor Sleep. Oh, yes. Yeah. I was like, what is that from? And I was like, I know that. Why do I not know it? And that's when she's talking to the little yeah. girl on the shoreline. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, our, our, and uh, finally, Vanessa Kirby. I am facing this. I am facing it. I am facing this. Well, I don't think you are. We need... We need some justice here. No, you need. That is what you want. That is what you need. That is that is your way. That is not my way. That is what you need. From Pieces of a Woman. I was going to say, that's either Pieces of the Woman or The Crown. I never watched The Crown. So I was like, <laughs> I, but it sounded familiar, and I think I saw Pieces of a Woman. Um, yeah, so, and there's a huge cast, of course, because Mission Impossible. Yeah. Uh, of course, one guy that pops up, one of my favorite guys in all of acting, Mr. Robin Hood, Men in Tights himself. Oh, Carrie Ellis. Yeah, yeah, Pirate Black, uh, the Pirate Robinson, Mr. Uh, Carrie Ellis. Mm-hmm. Love that guy. Good guy. But uh, that'll be Mission Impossible, um, Dead Reckoning Part 1. Chris, tell everybody where they can find us. Oh, you do this better, because Leah says that I don't do this well. So, mm-hmm. You can find us online at moviesdontsuck.net. We're at w2mnet.com. W2 number 2. M as in moviesnet.com. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash moviesdontsuckpodcast. We're on Twitter at mtspodcast. We're on Instagram at mtspodcast. Also on Patreon. Patreon.com slash moviesdontsuck. You can find us on Bonfire. Find merch like shirts with our name on it. 
at a good bonfire com, search movies that don't suck and some that do. You'll find us there. And everywhere you find podcasts, find movies that don't suck and some that do. Neil, who are we talking about today? Today, we like to promote the local businesses and a good buddy of mine, one of my favorite pro wrestlers of all time, just came, is now teamed with a guy that has one of the coolest looking places and one of the coolest looking names mm-hmm. of all time. That is the Food Dudes Burger Joint. The food, look at this place. Look at yeah. this place. Yeah. This place is amazing. <laughs> like, yeah. Isn't that just cool looking? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> now, my favorite pro wrestler of all time. You all know him, love him, is Lunchador. And they are offering the Knuckle Sandwich, which is grilled toasted bakery bread, peanut butter, fried egg, jalapenos, five strips of bacon, cheese, and topped off with a little dude's dirt burger patty. Now, uh, now, uh, I can't speak English right now. Where where the heck did my voice go? There we go. They (laughs) offer everything from hot sauces to uh, burgers. Uh, to uh, they got Taco Tuesday, of course. God, I want and tacos right my... now. Thanks a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, I'm in the mood for some tacos. Look at that. Oh, <laughs> but you know my favorite picture I I found today of what's that of the food dudes burger pork joint. What this one right here? Oh yeah, <laughs> it is the food dude himself with lunch a door, <laughs> or as it says here, lunch a dude. <laughs> uh, uh, Tulsa's groovy old fashioned burgers dog and taco spot located off of Route 66 and two blocks east of Southwest Boulevard on, on West 23rd. They're known for old fashioned burgers, but sometimes they may offer some of the dudes off the wall creations. You never know. Dude, if you're here in Tulsa, go stop by. The burgers are great. The, the hot dogs are all beef and they're awesome. They're huge. They even got pizza hot dogs. They have BLT hot dogs. I mean, like, did it take me there when we go? I do definitely, definitely. It's just right down the road. So definitely, guys, if you get a chance, go to the you can go to the food dude dot kitchen or you can go to Facebook, the food dudes burger joint. Just look up the food dudes burger joint. And it's literally you can go get T-shirts. You can go get hot sauces you can order online and send to your house. Literally one of the greatest guys in the world. Support local support the food dudes burger joint. Yeah, we're about local movies, man. I'm ready to talk about this first one, man. <laughs> I'm about to give you a headache. I'm going to tell you the headache I had with it. Okay. Let's talk about the one, the only Project Greenlight Gray Matter. Now, do you want to talk about Project Greenlight for a second before we talk about the movie or afterwards? Because I've not seen Oh, we'll talk about it, Darren. Just okay. go with it. Just go with it. All right. This is a this is on uh this is directed by Mika Winbush. This is her directorial debut. As a feature filmmaker, since she's done some short stuff, but this is her first like Project Greenlight uh, movie, uh, read written by Philip Gillette. He uh, written other things such as just this one. Really, he did uh, he did the, yeah? He wrote the Europe, Europe Report. Did stuff for Rise of the Tomb Raider, the video game, Love Death and Robots. But this is you know his own thing. Um, this stars Mia Isaac as Aurora, or as they call her in the movie, Ro. Sure. Thank um, you. Okay. You know, actually, I, I wanted to take you here. Also, Jessica Francis Dukes as Ayla. Not like normal people, Ro. And Garrett Dillahunt as Derek. Whoa. You're making a bomb? This also stars Andrew Liner as Isaiah. Just, like, really bit parts of everyone else. Um, Neil, why don't you go read the storyline for this one? Oh, shoot. Yeah. I didn't even get there. <laughs> Let's get to the storyline. Here it is. 
Aurora has known all her life from her mother that the superhuman abilities they have also makes them dangerous. Now Aurora will discover if her mother was speaking the truth on one fateful and fatal night. Okay, so when I saw this, I, I, I saw the Project Greenlight thing, we have to watch this, right? Um, right. And, and you can tell it's a... You can tell I don't know... What's going like it's it's it, first of all it looks cheap and that's not like that's like the point is it look cheap but this looks like a TV movie all the way I'm not saying all the way yeah. this movie looks like it was made by the Hallmark Channel yeah yeah and it's <laughs> and that's not that's not that's not a uh, a compliment compliment um, <laughs> that is a bad bad thing yeah well here's here's fact number one you ready for uh-huh. it this movie was shot in only eighteen days. That's not surprising. <laughs> um, so I want to say right away that the directing of this is so flat. I thought. Yeah. Okay. So this is the thing I'm gonna I, I'm gonna jump in now mm-hmm. if you don't mind. Yeah, go for it. So Miko, is it Miko? Miko Winwish, yes, Miko. Yeah, Miko. Miko. Uh, during the whole ten episodes of Project <laughs> Greenlight, this lady. Just kept on like she kept hiding out. She kept taking her microphone off, kept going away like and having private meetings away from all the makers. And like the Project Greenlight people had to yell at her and be like, hey, dude, uh, the whole point of this is to watch how the sausage is made. If yeah. they don't see how the sausage is made, it won't help. Yeah. And this is how we pay for your movie. <laughs> um, They shot they like premiered this to a group of people like three or four times and every time the big studio event event like at warner brothers was like hey there's no depth in the characters mm-hmm. there's not really an arch white uh, arch of the characters yeah. really not that much yeah we don't, we and, don't care about them <laughs> yeah you, yeah and that's that's the number one thing the lady from warner brothers said she said i don't care about any of these characters and they didn't fix that. They didn't because I no. didn't. I didn't care. I, and uh, the, they do the cheapest thing at the beginning when it comes to showing you how it's like. They had that beginning scene, and then at the end, you find out what it really is. And the way I'm not giving it any way, but the way they, they it's the fucking cheapest or biggest cop out. I think for one, uh, and and I don't want to be. I don't want to be a but. But let's just be honest. This was like a different version of Firestarter. I've seen, yeah, I've seen this movie uh, five or six times over. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, the, like, the, it wasn't original. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But right, uh, I thought Firestarter and nothing too. against the writer, but yeah. I mean, maybe he just like wanted to tell a story. But and it's been done like a hundred times. But but uh, Philip, a, uh, a good director can elevate something that's mediocre and make it exciting. But Miko mm-hmm. didn't do that. She shot straight from script to, to screen. With almost no nuance, depth, or uh, or any good direction, you know what I mean? There's, there's, it's not there. She just shot script to screen, and that's not how you make a good movie, you know. And she didn't communicate. If you if you watch the series, she did not communicate with anybody <laughs> whatsoever. Like, there's so many times that all the executives are like, kind of like, dude, did we pick the wrong person for this? Yeah. Like, like, cause they, they, they did uh review or interview like, uh, like six different uh, original. There's this one lady that was all kind of, she made it all like, uh, what was that movie with, uh, Robert Pattinson when he was a druggie? Oh, had good the times. Good times. Good, good times. It looked like that is oh. what one director did. God, that would have been amazing. Did, they all did one scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, 
I was just like, man, that's the movie I want to <laughs> see. That's the version of this I want to see. Um, man, uh, yeah, this was the acting was good. The, the, I will give it this. The even though there isn't. <laughs> the, the filming's not the best. Uh, Mia Isaac and Jessica Franks Dukes, the two of them. Yeah, Jessica versus Dukes, yeah. They just played off of each other so well. Uh, Jessica, uh, who played Aurora's mom, literally, I, and I'm, I, I don't mean to diss anybody else in this movie, <laughs> but Jessica's acting went around circles around everybody else. Yeah, she's, I, she's, I, she's she was she's the best pro. part of this. She's a pro. She's the best part of this movie. Mm-hmm. And. You can obviously see it when you watch it. Yeah, I mean, but um, to be honest, I would not. This is like, remember the New Mutants when that came out? Did oh, that you watch piece that? of shit. Yeah, I saw it in theaters when no one was there. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, remember a, that movie? So like, it kind actually, of actually, I, I did, I did, I did compare it to that. It was a yeah. I was watching this. One. It was kind of like the New Mutants, where it's like, okay, I don't care about anybody. Yeah, you and, did not give me anything to care about. Like, yeah, I get it. It's a daughter and a mother running from the big government secret agency or whatever. But they didn't make it a world. They made it too small. Yeah, they made you know? it too small. And honestly, dude, when I got done, uh, this is giving away. I felt like I wasted my time on this movie. Yeah, and it's only an hour and 24 yeah, minutes yeah. or something like that. I was that. like, when this shit's, yeah, when's this minutes. shit over? <laughs> that's what I was thinking the whole time. And that's 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 not a good sign, obviously. Like. Like, and that's what I felt like watching the Project Greenlight. Yeah, you're like, you're like, how the fuck did like, this get made? I was like, is this done yet? Oh, my gosh. Because I watched the movie first, oh. so then I didn't have any reflection of yeah. anything. I, I went in the movie blind, and then I was like, okay, well, now I'll watch the Project Greenlight. Yeah, because th- th- that's probably like saying Project Greenlight film. It's going to make people go watch that, t- that TV show, which is probably better than the movie. Like, <laughs> no, it wasn't. Uh, anyway, oh man, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. The the I hate putting people down. I hope she does better on her next. You know, I hope this was a learning lesson. I hope she can become a good director, a better director. But Miko, you know? I'm sorry. This movie sucks. Cream <laughs> matters. Yeah, not good. Th- th- I, I'm not not gonna give this a good rating. No. I mean, um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Also, the, the guy who wrote it was the same guy that did Love, Death, and Robots. Which is not bad, dude. It's not, that's not right. Yeah, but anything else I've never heard of. Mm. But, yeah. um, <laughs> and he seemed like a cool dude. Like, he, well, he, uh, Philip, he, he wrote Europa Report, which is not a bad movie. It's interesting. It's just not also the best. You know, like, yeah. And, but he uh, he was a cool dude, and he just wanted to, you know. But, man, I don't think even him liked it. Mm-hmm. Like what the final project was. <laughs> So, eh, Sorry, you know, there's that. There's that. But, <laughs> uh, Chris, what are, what are you giving this movie? 2.4. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm going to be there with you. I'm right there it's with you. I'm, I'm, yeah. Uh, I, it's going to an STD not, tag for sure. I'm going to no, give it a two. Oh, wow. Two. <laughs> You're mad. Like, this movie was just like, no, you know what? I got to give it a 2.5, at okay. least a 2.5 because of Jessica. Jessica did do good acting. She she took it to school on on everybody. Mm-hmm. Like even um uh Garrett, Garrett when Garrett popped in, it didn't seem like he had any energy for his character. <laughs> he's just like he's like, I'll come get you. Yeah. You'll all die. And it's like So this gets an STD tag for me and Neil, the some that do tag. Uh don't waste your time on this. Um, I'm sorry. Like, like there are better movies that are like 
There are better movies than this. Uh, out there, better sci-fi yeah. movies for sure. Yeah, and go watch them. They are just like this, them. but better. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Green Matter. Um, it's like, seriously, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, sit here and try to tell you that this was the best thing ever. And I just realized this whole time I'm supposed to be getting the news set up, and I didn't do okay. that. So, so, uh, <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah. I can pop up anything. You can okay. go. So I'm on runsmans.com. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I want to mention there are almost no reviews on this, so this is whatever, okay? <laughs> because no one watched it, but except you and I. Um, what is the critic? What is the IN score for Green Matter? Um, dude, it's got to be like forty-three. And this is fewer than fifty ratings, seventy-one percent. So, oh, really? So all the cast, all the cast, mostly like to probably <laughs> the crew. Now, um. There are five reviews from the critics. What is the critic score for this one? Uh, I don't know. Um, the critic score is going to be 52. It's 0%. What? Yeah, so I'm going to read you a bad review. This is from... All of them gave it a zero? No, they all, didn't even give one? All, all five. <laughs> all gave it a zero. Yeah, yeah all didn't, didn't, oh, didn't wow. like it. This is from um, Elizabeth Vincitelli, the New York Times. What she said is, Great Matter is by the numbers, by committee product. Right. And she's not wrong. That's exactly it. And this is one that actually, they gave it a D. This is from Frank Sweet Tech of One Guy's Opinion. It says, comes across something like something retrieved, comes across like something retrieved from Stephen King's wasteback, given bargain basement, Twilight Zone treatment. Yeah. It's just, like we said, it's, we've seen this movie and way better versions of it. So, way better versions of it. I mean, <sighs> do you know? I didn't know. I didn't know. But you know? Yeah. Who I, knows? I know. So, do you, do we need something? Do you still put news or do I need to play some? Uh, I'm not doing anything ever again. Okay. I'm just going to quit. <laughs> no. I'm just going to quit. I'm just going to go over in this corner and cry. Are, are you tired, dude? Did you had a hard day? Um, I, I, it's been a hard year. Oh, yeah. It's been a hard year, bro. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to go. I don't want to say any more than that. It's just been a hard mm-hmm. year. And uh, I'm just getting. There's also the this story that kind of goes across like five stories. Oh, so you need to like sort of create a through line for it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's like because um, uh, it's the big story of the week. And let's just be honest. We all know what that is. Yeah. Yeah, 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 we do. So let's get into it. Let's do it. This is the Movies Don't Suck and some of them news. I'm going to read you a bunch of information. Chris is going to be like very dumbfounded that he never heard it before, but he literally read it this morning. I forget things, guys. Just so you know, I forget things. (laughs) (laughs) All right, first up, let's get into it. Mm -hmm. The big fight that's out there in the world SAG and AFTRA are on strike. So Matt Damien, uh, oh, oh, not at that. Oops, sorry, wrong article. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you don't know, Fran Dresser, uh, who played the nanny for many <laughs> years, the president of SAG and AFTRA. is the president. And uh, she wants everybody to know that they are striking for the journeyman and not Tom Cruise. Like, you know, they're not doing it for the big name guys. They're doing it for all the, the hardworking guys. The blue, that don't the blue have color the actors. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the thing that's going on is everybody's 
uh, guy to hate right now, uh, Disney CEO Bob Eager, mm-hmm. uh, who was the guy who's canceling all the Star Wars shows and the Marvel shows. For everybody out there who likes those things, write to them. Tell them about that. Anyway, <laughs> he thinks that they're all being unrealistic and they need to grow up. Bob's comment is, it's very disturbing to me uh, that we're talked about disruptive forces on the business and all the challenges we're facing to recover from COVID, which is ongoing. It's not completely bad. Then it, he goes through, he goes, this is the worst time in the world to add this disruption. I understand any labor organization's desire to work on behalf of its members to get the most compensation and be compromised fairly based on the value they deliver. Um, we manage as industry to negotiate a very good deal with the director's guild. And that reflects the value that the directors contribute to the great business. We wanted to do the same thing with the writers and we'd like to do the same thing with the actor. There's a level of exception that they have that is just not realistic. And they are adding to the set of challenges that the business is already facing. That is quite frankly disruptive. Fuck you, Bob. Fuck you, Bob. <laughs> Already, Bob, I didn't like you last week because they started canceling my Star Wars and my Marvel shows, which I'm a huge fan of. I like all of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, mm-hmm. I know there's better ones and more and other ones and stuff like that. But you know, I give them all a go. Yeah. But man, that's just I can't believe this. Mm-hmm. Um. So good luck to everybody out there striking. I even I sent you a picture. I think earlier yeah, this week, yeah. even Bob Odenkirk's yeah, out yeah. there and stuff like that. I mean, also, all, it's also talking about AI. A lot of people don't are worried that stuff like JetPT is going to take away their jobs for writing, which yeah. it, it's not there yet. But, I mean, it's I get an uncanny value almost. You know? Um, there was, where is that? Here it is. James Cameron just wants everybody to know that he warned you guys all about this in 1984. <laughs> it was a show, it was a movie called The Terminator yeah. when AI goes viral and takes over the world. Do you remember that? Yeah. Do you remember that? Skynet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, Several indie films have been given the go-ahead to still record uh, with stars uh, Jenna, uh, Jenna Ortega, uh, Matthew McConaughey, and Wahlberg. Um, they're, they're getting a nod. Sag's like, hey, man, that's cool because it's an independent film and it's not made by big yeah. studios yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. So they're like, hey, man, go out there, keep doing it. And they're like, cool. Thank you. We'll go finish these and we'll be right on the picket lines with you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is, uh, you know, of course, she's one of the big strikers. Um, mm-hmm. She, but she is already throwing out more ideas out there. Um, she wants to do an odd couple movie. Okay, like just a new one, like a remake of the Odd Couple. Yes, they want to do, but guess who she wants her Odd Couple to be? Who? It'll be her. And Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> Can you imagine that movie? That'd be interesting. I'd, I'd, that'd be definitely interesting. And uh, Tiffany Haddish, she's hilarious. Yeah, it's just it's so funny. We like her. So yeah, let's. Do, I'll, I'll watch that. Man, I I'll watch that all day long. I'll watch that. I'll watch it. I I love Jamie Lee Curtis. What is the thing that she's been in that I'm not? Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to her in Borderlands. It comes out I think, next year. Right. Oh man. So there is a gosh dang it. I did the wrong button. Wrong button. Um so Mission Impossible, we're, we're about to talk about. There's a train scene in it. Yeah. There is. Okay. That takes up 50 minutes. 
of the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Originally, the train scene alone was one hour and 35 minutes. Oh, so a third of the movie? <laughs> the whole length of an actual movie <laughs> is just <laughs> one scene. And so they, they, they went and cut it so much to get it down to space. It's a crazy scene. It's a crazy sequence of the movie. It's a wild. Uh, A24 is doing another weird thing, so that's going to be... Eh. What's it called? Um, I'm just kidding. I like A24. Uh, <laughs> just that one show is still oh, messing. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe they made me watch that. Um, He's not talking Paul about and He's talking about something else. It's just because yeah, it's not beef. I'll talk about it. Uh, Paul Rudd and Jenny, Jenna Ortega will encounter a unicorn in A24's weird new movie. Um, it's... Paul Rudd will be killing the unicorn. Now, oh, let's no! See. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Oh, my computer is just like all of a sudden doesn't want to go and do anything. There we go. Uh, where's that? The production company is. Okay, in the film, Rude and Ortega will play father and daughter, uh, who have an unexpected encounter with the mythical creature. However, far from being a friendly meeting, the protagonists hit it uh, hit it with their car. Desperate, they take the body to a retreat owned by a wealthy pharmaceutical CEO, where they must decide what to do as the animal has uh, restorative uh, properties which could save many lives, which of course will get the attention of businessmen and will generate important ethical debate. That is a wild movie. (laughs) That is is weird. I like it. I like it. That's what what he's doing for, because I'll take chances on weird fucking movies. Um, The the, the new movie, The the Creator, is going to be scored by Hans Zimmerman. So, heck yeah, I love Hans. So anything he does, I'm going to go watch. Uh, Samer Weaving is lining up for a new thriller called Eeny Meeny, directed by Sean Simmons and produced by the Deadpool writers. Um, where's the movie? Uh, you know, I should mark these. I really should. Eeny <laughs> <laughs> Meeny is expected to be released uh, through Hulu streaming. The story centers of a former teenager uh, getaway driver who is dragged back into her unsavory past when a former employer offers her a chance to save the life of her chronically unreliable ex-boyfriend. Mm. Okay. I mean, I don't right. know. yeah, I mean, like, if it gets me, because right now everything stopped. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm sort of, like, the, expecting... All these movies that weren't going to come out to come out, like the ones that are locked away in the vault, never to be seen, never start releasing them. I expect maybe we'll see Batgirl. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. So anyway, so John Cusack is, you know, supporting the the strike and all that stuff. And he wants to know, he looked at the financial records for the movie Say Anything. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody know if you don't know, say anything. It's the famous scene where the guy in the trench coat's holding up the boombox outside the window that has been now mimic copied and all that like a hundred million times. What song, song was he playing? I don't remember. Is this, what song is it? In your eyes by Peter Gabriel. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. And also, he's in really in kickboxing. Eyes. <laughs> anyway, um, but he looked at the financial report, and the studio said they lost. $44 million on the movie? That's no fucking way, right? He goes, the film cost $13 million. <laughs> uh, And so, uh, yeah, he got that pointed towards everybody. So now he's going to blow the whistle on studios, it seems like. Yeah, it's 
it's getting to the point where you know, like you know, actors, even big actors, are supporting the little actors, which is why we have a union. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people don't like a union, but I am all about uh, people says a exercising their rights to demand change in a unfair workplace. So, so uh, Aquaman and. Aquaman and uh, Aquaman 2, or Aquaman and the, the Lost Kingdom, mm-hmm. I think it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the Lost Kingdom has been doing a bunch of reshoots. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because they're now it they're trying to fit it. Now they're trying to fit it into the James Gunniverse. Mm. You know? Yeah. And I guess they're doing a bunch of reshoots. I guess it's not testing well. <laughs> and I can't wait to, so you can go see your favorite superhero. I mean, I mean, there's so many to worry about. No. So many superheroes, and they're just gonna keep on, keep on coming. All right. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Neil's uh, I'm gonna have to cut a bunch of dead hair in this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, Gladiator Two faces animal mistreatment allegations by PETA. What? What did they do? Uh, you know, that's what I was trying to read and okay. I couldn't find it. I can't find exactly what animal they're talking about. Like, uh, the letters, da, 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 da. like I'm going through this and it's not really giving me a, like a, a real quick picture. Of what's going on? Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. yeah. Neil's not to figure out how to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have no idea like this. Um, it's a public doc, like uh, X document, and then bullet points of the article. So Neil's trying not trying to read it while we're on the air. Yeah, it's like uh, Peter's concern through a series of letters directed at the film's team, including Ridley Scott and its leading man, Pedro Pascal. Um, these letters steam from reports received by Peter from whistleblowers uh, on the movie set. Um, was a plea to reconsider the use of wild animals, particularly primates, in the oh. production. Peter elaborated on the risk associated with live primates in the film sets, pointing to abusive training procedures and the potential of self-harm by animals and development concerns. So they're not really doing anything. They're just like, hey, don't use monkeys. Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, dude, like, chimp- if I see a chimp anywhere on a set, I'm walking off. I'm not hanging out with a chimp at all. Gosh, I just couldn't even. Uh, here's the saddest news of the week. Um, Netflix has canceled the live action Masters of the Universe movie. I'm sorry. That must really hurt you. They've already spent $30 million on it. And they just said no more? And they're just like, nah, we're done. <laughs> Damn. How much would you have to just piss away to feel okay about it? You know? I know, man. It's like, dude, give me a mill. Just give me one mill. <laughs> yeah, that'll be good for for the rest of my life, honestly. You're paying off your house like, and you're uh, sitting on your ass the rest of the time. Like, I think I'm gonna, yeah. Paramount Plus will be putting out the Pet Cemetery prequel called mm. Bloodlines. Pet mm. Cemetery Bloodlines. Now, this will be about the origins of... and Okay, here it is. In 1969, a young Judd, so it's Judd from the, the first mm. Pet Cemetery or whatever, 
has dreams of leaving his hometown of Lidlow, Maine, behind, but soon discovers sinister secrets buried within the force is to confront a dark family history that will forever keep him connected to Ludlow. So I'm guessing it's going to tell a story that he, it's going to be the story that he tells yeah, in yeah. Pet Cemetery to yeah. the family. Remember? Mm-hmm. That, that's evil ground out there. Yeah. The soil's bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what you put in, they never come back. So, Chris, one of our favorite things is remakes and reboots. Oh, we love them. Um, They're our favorite thing ever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, Chris, what if I told you a director is going to remake his own movie? I'd want to know what director and what movie. John Woo Uh is remaking The Killer. Now, The Killer, if you've not seen it, and it will debut as a Peacock original. Um, the Killer, if you haven't seen it, is a great movie already. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's one of those, you know, but I guess, you know, he wants to do the whole four, you know, get it all modernized and stuff like that. Um, but, <laughs> I don't know. I don't right? Know. Yeah. I'm just like. I guess, oh. I mean, it's, it's, it's over 30 years old now, so I don't know. I guess you could. Uh, so the producer from Frankenstein has wants everybody to know that Del Toro, he's kind of creating his own monster universe. Yeah, he's got to. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. It's Del Toro. It's Del yeah. Toro. At one time, he was going to do the monster universe with Universal, Frankenstein's Bride, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Invisible Man, The Wolf Man, and he didn't. Uh, we feel like The Shape of Water was kind of the version of that creature. So now here he is doing his own monster universe. I mean, let's be honest. Shape of Water was the creature from the Blue Lagoon. Yeah, and I mean, all those monsters from, from fucking Pan's Labyrinth, you know, just like the eye monster. That's that's a good one. Oh, dude, I love the eye monster. Um, The Flash made less money than the Green Lantern. That is fucking wild. I cannot believe that. That is insane. I can't even... I, I can't either. Oh, um, if you're going to be in South Carolina at the end of the what what, what year? What month is that? At the end of September, beginning of oh Pennsylvania. I'm sorry. If you're going to be in Pennsylvania and the end of September, beginning of October, you can go meet the one, the only, um, John Waters. There is a drive-through that he is going to be at. Three days in a row <laughs> featuring all his movies. And I was like, man, I wish this was here because I want to take, I want to see Pink Flamingos <laughs> on that big screen. How is that? Like, can you imagine being a person driving past that and seeing uh, what the fuck's <laughs> the going on there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is that big drag queen doing? I, uh, um, I, I, I'll be in Texas for that time. So, yeah. yeah. And it's going to be insane. Um, Let's see here. I think that's man. So much strike stuff. It's all about the strike. Yeah. Like, we, uh, Wicked is Wicked only had ten days left of filming. Mm. We have got all that, these only yeah, unfinished uh, movies Deadpool hanging out. Only had a couple more weeks of filming. That Ugh. was almost done. Uh, Beetlejuice two was almost done. Like all these great uh, movies, I really want to see. Damn. We don't get to see it. Talking about overpaid uh, actors. Um. Dwayne Johnson is reported <laughs> getting a recording, a record. Oh, no, I'm not recording. A record breaking, sorry, record breaking payment for his next movie. What's his next Are you movie? ready for this? Yeah, yeah. 
All right. So for the movie um, Red One, the upcoming Amazon uh, Studios original movie in which he stars alongside Chris Evans and J.K. Simmons, though it arrives in December, will he will get paid? The Rock has will be has earned a total of fifty million dollars a day. That's a ridiculous amount of money to pay between the Rock Johnson. The highest salary ever earned by an actor on a daily basis for a single role. Yeah, an actor, if you can fucking call him that. Hey, hey. <laughs> don't you ever say an unkind word about The Rock. I mean, he's still a nice, really nice guy. I'm sure he's super nice. <laughs> he, sure he's super nice. He, he does a lot for people, <laughs> you know? Hopefully he gives away a lot but, of uh, money. But, yeah, I mean, to be honest, that's about it, man. That's the news because it's really just overran with... Uh, All about the strike. That was the movies don't suck and some of them news. I told Chris some stuff. He felt happy and he got more drunk. Yeah, I'm about to get even there. I got I uh, went to a show last night. Um, uh, oh the mountain goat one, right? No, uh, actually that one got fucking. It was uh, I, I showed you my backyard. Where the tree fell. Was oh, super, yeah, 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 yeah. So I wasn't able to go with that, but I did see Jeffrey Lewis last night. Um, on my other podcast, Record Night, we had him on the show for an hour and a half. And so I mm-hmm. saw him at the merch table. I was like, hey, Jeff, uh, it's me, Chris. I don't know if you remember the podcast. You And he's like, yeah, yeah. And that's all we really had to say about it. So, um, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, uh, I'm going to buy a shirt. And then they had my size. And, you know, we didn't really know what to say. So he was awkward and I was awkward. We were awkward together. I was like, "All right, that's nice." <laughs> I love when when awkward artists come together. Yeah, but um, see, and this is why people need people like me. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I know how to get the conversations going. Yeah, and even if everybody's the most awkward people, I was. Ever, yeah, I'm really I was. Gonna... I was wondering if how would it go if you were there with me? Because yeah. I talked to him for an hour and a half on the podcast, and that seemed to go really well. But in person, it just didn't work out, man. Yeah, I, it I don't know what else to say. It happens sometimes. But it happens uh, sometimes. But you know, let's talk about Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible: Directing Part One. Direct no, by, wait, wait, wait. That does step yeah, on your joke. Yeah, yeah. We did begin no, the show, no. though. We did begin no, the show. No, right? no, no. Come on. Oh, sorry. Which one? Okay. The the, the, the original. Now, Mission Impossible: <laughs> Dead Reckoning Part One, directed by Christopher McQuarrie. He directed such things as Edge of Tomorrow, which I think we both liked. Uh, but before yeah. we met, right? Um, he also directed uh, some of the other Mission Impossible movies because why the fuck not? Rogue Nation, he did, and Fallout, and this is new, newest one with Tom Cruise. Dead Reckoning Part One. This stars the amazing and incredible uh, Tom Cruise. Respect the cock. <laughs> Haley Atwell. Uh, uh, well, Tom Cruise is not. Haley Atwell is Grace. I understand you're not happy with your meal. Uh, Ving Rhames as Luther Stickwell. No. Oh. No, man. I'm pretty fucking far from okay. <laughs> Simon Pegg is Benji Dunn. Well, hi there. That's not it. It's all right. I'm not trying to have sex with you. There's something I need to tell you right now. Unless you do want to have sex, in which case I'll tell you afterwards. Rebecca Ferguson's in this as Elsa <laughs> Faust. Well, hi there. Uh, Vanessa Car- Kirby's in it as the White Widow. She's so good in this. I am facing this. I am facing it! 
Also, S.A. Morales is Gabriel. Old Steve, boy. You always said you were going to be somebody. You know, we didn't play that one at the beginning, did we? No, no, okay. he didn't. That, that, that scene was from Obama. Oh no crap! Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, he was in that. La, 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 oh, was he? Was he the older cousin? Yeah, he was older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't the, the, the son. The yeah, that, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, or he the older would, brother or whatever. Yeah, it's always about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly yeah, that's that what that scene's about. Okay. Um. Also, Palm Comatif. Com- yeah, Comatif. Okay. I am facing this. I am. F- oh, it's not either. No telepaths, no thoughts. I swear, guys, we're better than this. Yeah, we are. Sorry, I'm <laughs> like, fucking we, up. We we're 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 both like on just like a level today. Yeah. Uh, Henry Zinry played Kibbage in this. Shay Wigwam is Briggs. Uh, Rob Delaney's in this. JCOC. Uh, Carrie Elwes always uh, didn't linger and played this. Dude, why don't you read the storyline for this one? For Mission Here, let me, Possible let me get Dead Part nice. One. Let's one of their settings. There we go. I like okay. this one. This one was nice. Okay. Yeah, Venice. Okay. Um. <laughs> Storyline for this one is where are you at? Where are you at? I, I, I didn't go down to it. Okay. Ethan Hunt and the IMF team must track down a terrifying new weapon that threatens all of the humanity if it falls into the wrong hands. With control of the future and the fate of the world at stake, a deadly race around the globe begins. Confronted by a mysterious, all-powerful enemy, Ethan is forced to consider that nothing can matter more than this mission, not even the lives of those he cares about most. So I was nice. I was looking Stop. up. Oh. Stop. Okay. I'm just gonna I'm gonna put up the poster. Okay. That I made. Okay. For Mission Impossible. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. And this will explain the whole movie to everybody. <laughs> Agent Carter featuring Mission Impossible. So you think you think Hey That Will stole the show? Is what you're saying, dude? She stole the whole freaking movie. Let's just be honest. Every time she was on on the scene, dude, she stole it. She stole it. She stole it from everybody. She was electric in this. Um, I do I do want to say that by the way, this movie is fucking awesome. <laughs> this. Um, um, you know, after I watch the movie, I go watch some other reviews yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. And this great reviewer, um, said that I would call this the best mission impossible movie, but it's not done. Yeah. I'm with you, man. The, it's the, part one. Yeah. But, but, but the thing is, the thing is though, because, um, uh, Tom Cruise and, um, uh, uh, Haley no, um, Tom Cruise owns the property. Um, Christopher, Christopher McQuarrie. Yeah. Yeah. The two of them were so passionate about every single one of the mission impossibles that they have a story that goes with, that goes all the way along all of them, mm. but it got to be a standalone movie. Mm. And this movie did that. You, you, it's not a cliffhanger. No, no, no. You, you, it, it's, it's, you know, they're going to go after this in the next one or whatever, whatever stuff like that, but they still came to a conclusion in this film. Oh yeah. So Which, even though it says part one, it literally is its own film. Yeah. And that's, 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 that's the best thing you can do about it. Cause the zombies bungle that like we both really like doom, but if we wanted it like, we were like, what the fuck? You know, like at the end of the first one. So when it comes to this, it can stand alone, but this movie itself, it's a wall to wall, wall, ball to wall, fucking a nonstop edge of your seat substance in action. And it's fantastic. 
And the acting is just to die for. Uh, Essa Morales uh, playing Gabriel. Gabriel is an amazing villain. Yeah, yeah, he's a villain, a villain to like a villain to the T. Vanessa Kirby as the White Widow, sass and all that. <laughs> uh, Haley Atwell as a thief or, you know, something like that, uh, kind of like, you know, an agent or whatever. She's a scene thief, you know, because she literally stole everything she was. It was like, oh, there's Tom Cruise, and there's Haley Atwell. So, uh, but this is, man, um, Mission Impossible has to get has to be getting up there now in, like, one of the best movie franchises yeah, dude. In history. Because it's seven of them, and the first two were okay, but three on have been fantastic. My favorite before this, because this is my favorite one of them now. Like, this be all the other ones. I, I didn't know they could beat Ghost Protocol, but they did with this one. Yeah, Ghost Protocol was good. Uh, Rogue Nation was great. Um, what was my, my – I like oh, the I, original still to this yeah, day. Yeah. Yeah, I watched the original. I mean, I, I watched, like, uh, rest, I think – Rest in uh, peace, Emilio Estevez, first five minutes of that movie. <laughs> Yeah, oh my gosh. Um, I watched, uh, I think, four of the Mission Impossibles in the last week or two. Mm-hmm. Like, I watched the first one. I skipped the John Woo one. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, but dude, this is almost 30-year-old franchise. The first one came out in 1996. You know? Yeah, I know, dude. Three years I was away 16 from me. years old. I saw it in the theater when I was 16 <laughs> years old. I had it on VHS. Is that insane? Uh, but in the, I remember the Nintendo 64 game, which was not that great, but that didn't matter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then there's the game stuck back then when yeah. they did games sometimes compared yeah. to the thing. But um, this, the the action, the stunts, you know, everybody knows Tom Cruise does his own stunts because he wants it to be as realistic as possible, and he's an adrenaline junkie all the hell. <laughs> um, and there is a major stunt that everybody has seen. I know, I know. The, I, that, that, the motorcycle yeah. going off for the thing a hundred times already before you even see the movie. And... It's still amazing. (laughs) Like, I was at uh, IMAX. Now, um, I I just want you guys all to know this. The best seat at IMAX is not up there. It is literally that row that separates Mm. the bottom area and the the mid area. Mm Mm-hmm. Two rows down, and then you're sitting where the IMAX is just you're oh, in golf. That's also I think no movie. one's I think no one said the same thing because he wants everyone to see Oppenheimer and IMAX, which I have tickets for Oppenheimer and IMAX. I can't wait to, but that's not the, the, this movie. I saw an IMAX too. I got I got I go into the early screening of this, dude, mm-hmm. dude. <laughs> it was pretty fucking incredible to see this IMAX. And if you guys get a chance to see this IMAX, please do because this movie. I don't, if, if you're sleeping out, I feel bad for you because this movie was fantastic. <laughs> it was yeah. I mean, there is um, there is so many good scenes. It, it just felt like there's so many good scenes, back scenes, and stuff like that that people like just popped, and it, it just seemed like everybody everybody got their role. Everybody got exactly what they're supposed to be doing. I mean, Simon Pegg was Simon Pegg. Vin Rames is Vin Rames. Like, they've been playing those characters for, you know, 20 years. So it's just like, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. And, and, and the thing is about this movie is that, so when I, the time of the IMAX, when I saw Avatar, I got sleepy. <laughs> when I saw Fast and Furious, I got sleepy. But at this point, I was fucking glued to my seat, just leaning forward parts. Like, it was that exciting. This movie is just so fun. It's such a yeah, fun movie. Because, 
it's it's because the two people behind it. All right, mm-hmm. let's just be honest. Uh, Tom Cruise and uh, Christopher. Corey, yeah. Uh, yeah, the two of them, they want to make movies for cinema. They don't want it on your TV. They don't want it on your phone. They want you to go sit in the theater. And, like, Tom Cruise is a big cinema guy. He, mm-hmm. lo- he watches a movie a day. Yeah, he yeah. says, every day I watch a new movie just so I can keep up, I can watch things and stuff like that. And if you ever see him in an interview where he meets other actors, like uh, when he's on the Graham Norton show would be a good Mm -hmm. example of this. Um, He literally can sit there and tell everybody what movies they are all in, like (laughs) on the couch. And that's Tom fucking Cruise. This is a guy who has a pilot license. He has like a skydiving license. He has a, you know, he can drive an, he can fly an F-14 cat. (laughs) (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like, dude is insane. It didn't feel like two hours and 43 minutes either. It felt like. No, it did not. I did not at any time look at my watch. And mm. that's a damn near three hour movie. I didn't have to pee either, dude. I held it. I didn't have to pee really. Like, like yeah. I would, yeah. And uh, man, this this one was a pleasant surprise. I didn't expect it to be bad. I just didn't expect it to be this good. This good. <laughs> yeah. Like the writing was good. The the way they, I mean, they, they all that stuff that you're used to in the Mission Impossible, you know, with the little devices mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Always there, but they, it's good. It's really good. It's, it's not like overbearing yeah. like it was in some, some of them, it was all about the equipment they're using, I feel like, mm-hmm. uh, and a little more about the spy work and stuff like that. But, um, and seriously, I don't know why red light, green light just popped in my head right at that point <laughs> with the bubble gum. Yeah. Red light, green light. <laughs> yeah, so, anyway. uh, out of all the Mission Impossible movies, where's this far on your scale, dude? This has to be the top one, <laughs> yeah. easily, yeah, easily. And I can't wait for the last one because that's the end of it. That'll be the end of Tom Cruise's Mission Impossible series. Yeah, I mean, I, and they got to take it up a notch. What are they going to do? I, I heard they. They're done filming. I heard they did back to back. So yeah, they did. So part one comes out uh, next next year on August twenty fourth. Don't you remember when they were filming the second one? Everybody else on the internet does. <laughs> Movie fact: I didn't pop up yet. Oh. oh, remember when he yelled at everybody during the recording oh, about hey, yeah. stop violating the guidelines? Yeah, well. and, but it was a good, passionate speech. He was like, "We're I'm trying to keep you guys in a job. Yeah, I'm trying to you know." I want to make sure everybody here can work. He was pissed, but he was, it was okay. Yeah. I mean, like he wasn't was a passionate piss. Yeah. It was just like, Hey dude, I'm trying to make sure you guys have money in your pockets because nobody's working right now. Yeah. 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 He was, he was helping. And, uh, I, you know, people support Tom Cruise. Like you said, George Clooney was on board with Tom Cruise, uh, laying into people for violating the guidelines at that time. Uh, fucking COVID was raging. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bad time for uh, people. And he, Gave people jobs during that time, so good on you, Tom. Uh, and you couldn't tell this movie was filmed during COVID if you wanted to. No, you couldn't. There's so many. It felt like it had, you know, like you and I, we love globe tr- globe trotting movies. This had globe trotting. Yeah, <laughs> we're about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. it it was exciting. It was full of action, full of action, full of action, and everything you love about Mission Impossible movies, it's there. And something you didn't know what you wanted in there. <laughs> there. Um, but it's there. It's exciting. And it has lots of Tom Cruise running because he runs a lot. And he looks good for 60. He runs so much. But the thing is, literally, that's what Tom Cruise does. Yeah. He runs. <laughs> he's, he's good at being, he's a good 61 year old man just doing like shit that, you know, 
the, the, the night, is one of those in here? I think I had it in here. Where was it? Yes, right here. Tom Cruise is now older than John Voight was when he was in the first Mission Impossible movie in 1996. Voight was 57 at the time. Cruise was 57 when filming started, 59 when it wrapped, and 61 years old when it's released. Yeah, so he's 61. He's still... I mean, that's why... And Dude, you can't tell! No, no. No, he's, he's. I swear, I swear, whatever stem cell baby blood that they're bathing him in at the Scientology <laughs> church, man, it working. Yeah, it's it, it working because uh, you can tell you it looks better at sixty one than John Boy ever looked. Honestly, <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> uh, why are you making? We were we're making fun of way too many people. In this yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah um. I'm going to easily give this a 4.6. Yeah, I'm with, is, you. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. 4.6. Uh, I might be higher, man. 4.8. I'm going to go 4.8. This might afraid, be my I'm, favorite was, movie of the year so far. Dude, it's up, it's up there for me because I, I couldn't tell you how much I had seen this movie. It was such a blast. Was it a packed yeah, I'm going to give it a 4.8. Like, this okay. literally, I could watch it right now again. <laughs> I, you, could, I could watch it, and then after I get done watching it, I could watch it again. So, was it a packed IMAX theater for you? Um, I went on a... On Monday at like 11 a.m. Like so no. uh, 12 a.m. Yeah, I know. There's like, I think maybe 10 people. <laughs> yes. and, and, and they were all back up there because that's when you get an IMAX, I guess you want to be as far away from the screen as possible. Yeah, fuck that. You want to. <laughs> like, no, I'm going blind because yeah, yeah, of these guys. <laughs> no, Chris, I, what's your score? My score is a 4.6. So I'm doing a little bit lower than you, but uh, I just. Because. I want part two now. <laughs> I don't want part two. You but... know what I want part two of? What? You want Agent, Agent Carter. You want <laughs> featuring Agent... Mission Impossible. Part Death two. Right. <laughs> part two. Like, that only took me like 10 minutes to make. Um, <laughs> but uh, I really, I and the thing is, um, I got to talk about this because I didn't touch on it at any point, I mm-hmm. think, even though I said I was going to earlier. Uh, Haley Atwell Literally, this is what she can do. And this is why she should got an Agent Carter movie <laughs> and not a TV series. Nothing against the TV series. It just is too much. It's too, it's like, I don't need, you know, she could have done a good two hour movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's still pissed about the Doctor Strange thing. Yeah, I mean, she's right to be, you know? She's, you know, you, you know why she's pissed at that? Why? Because. You know, uh, she was Captain Britannia, uh, or Ca- Captain Britain in that scene in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, I get to say one of the most famous lines of all time. I can do this all day. And right at that point, her head gets chopped off. That's a bummer. Right? Yeah. And she's like, she's like. How can you give me the one of those famous lines of all time? <laughs> they just kill me right away. <clears throat> but yeah, it's um, it's a good time. Uh, you guys definitely should see this movie. Um, I'm on RottenTomatoes.com. What's the audience score for Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One? Well, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Agent Carter I- featuring Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. <laughs> featuring Mission Impossible. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to say it has to be at least ninety five percent. You're close, ninety four, ninety four percent. 94. Yeah, audience says, with a terrific cast and some beautifully shot stunts, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 might be the best action movie of the year. Uh, yeah, 
<laughs> I mean, the year of the past 10 years, honestly. Yeah, easily, easily. Um, oh, man. What's Chris Critics score? score. Ooh, 91. 96%. No, they went yeah. higher. Yeah, wow. certified fresh. Chris consensus is with world threatening stakes and epic set pieces to match that massive title. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 proves this is still a franchise you should choose to accept. I'm going to read Oh, uh, look at them being smart. Yeah, I'm going I'm to read a good review and a bad review. I'll start with the bad review first and then the good one. The Rotten Review, uh, they're only 15 out of 360-something. Uh, it says right here, this is from Armin White. This is, I'm sorry, Ann Manoff of the New Statesman. says, with a thin plot filled out a half-hour chase sequences, the film was 163 63 minutes long. Even the press screening, people were checking their phones. Mm. But here oh. it is. That's bullshit that, to me. And this is... No, uh, I, I didn't see that at all. Yeah. I mean, there's only... I mean, there's about 20 people, I think, in my theater. Right. And this is, it's an IMAX theater, so this is from Michael. like five. This is from Michael Cook, AKRT TV. He gives me a 10 out of 10. He says, The new Mission Impossible is a certain movie we've all been waiting for. Yeah. I really think with this movie and Barbie and Alpine come out, we're back to like summer movie season. How it was, you know, 10 years ago, you know? Yeah, dude. Like, I mean, think of all the movies we've had this season already. Well, yeah. We had flash. We had uh gosh, I can't even, I can't even think of all of them. Yeah, yeah, we they, just like, we've reviewed as many as we can. And there's still, I think maybe four movies out there yeah. that we, that in the last two months that we, we passed by, that like, we didn't like get like insidious to, boogeyman <laughs> like like yeah like there's just so many movies out there right now and we can only review two yeah yeah we, there's only so much work we can put it's in only yeah I mean, it would take us forever we would just if never... you if we get more patreons yeah. then we can <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 maybe we'll do that maybe we'll do that where neil will come on we'll do we'll do five movies in <laughs> one episode if you literally Subscribe to Patreon. Yeah, uh. <laughs> yeah and maybe, maybe I can quit my job and just do this for now on. But uh, I know, right? But that, yeah, that's that's this week's episode. Uh, I don't know if we have much else to say. Just go out and see Mission Impossible while you can. And if you're there, go ahead and buy a ticket for Oppenheimer. <laughs> just stick in the theater. Uh, oh my gosh, yes. Uh, there it is, right there. Uh, Barbie yeah, Heiner. Yeah, Barbie Heiner. That's gonna be great, guys. We're excited for this. Um, it's it's something. This is why we. This is why we go to movies. <laughs> I just okay. This is the funniest thing in the world to me, though. Okay, how is the double feature that is like the first time a double feature has been like a main a big thing? Let's Apparently, honest, yeah, yeah, is, it's weird. I this was is like one of the first times that a double feature. You know, two movies uh, opposites. By the way, what complete they're about. utter opposites, but. When's the last time you heard about a double feature at a, at the theater that everybody was promoting the hell out of? I don't know, man. And, and I was I was before it happened. I was like, I'll be seeing both those movies this weekend. But then I was like, Yeah, I'm seeing both those movies too. It's just kind of this cultural phenomena. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. And then everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Like I'm pretty sure. Right now. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna have to. Uh, find somewhere to just like sneak into because <laughs> I think they're all sold out. I haven't got any tickets or anything oh, dude, yet. You'll figure something out. I'm going to have to try to figure out somewhere to like sneak my way <laughs> in there. And just, uh, I can just show up at the AMC theater through the back door, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> just <go into> the 
But yeah, Oppenheimer, Barbie, that's the thing that everyone would be at. I got my tickets already, and I can't wait, dude. But uh, I, I'm going to a party on Saturday. It's, um, someone's at, throwing a Barbie party at Screenland Armor, and I'll be there in a pink, a hot pink tie shirt. I'm taking, I'm growing my beer because I'm going to make this all pink. And I'll, nice. I'll be there. I almost did it for this episode, uh, but I figure if I'm going to do it on the episode, it'll be the next one. Take a ton of pictures. I know you hate pictures, uh, but do it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I got pictures, dude. Take a, I want at least 15 pictures. 15 pictures? Okay. okay. At least 15 pictures. Okay. I'll do it. That, yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, th- this has been the episode. Chris, tell everybody where they can find us. You can find us online at moviesdon'tsuck.net. We're at w2mnet.com, w number two, m as in movies, net.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash suck podcast. We're on Twitter, MTS podcast. We're on Instagram, MTS podcast. We're on patreon.com slash suck. Go there, become a patron. We love you all. Uh, go to bonfire.com slash suck. something to do. You'll find our shirt with the shirts with our names on it and other stuff, cool stuff Neil's made. Also, uh, if you guys are watching this on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe. Watch this Facebook. Go and like that page. And uh, wherever you find you find wherever you find podcasts, where you find podcasts, you find movies don't suck and some that do. You no, know, what do we use small businesses? If you got a small business, let us know. Just literally give us an email, a message, tell us in person, send a pigeon. You know, whatever <laughs> way you, you give messages out there. Let us know, and we'll be more happy to advertise your business right here to our thousands of listeners, our millions of followers right here on Movies Don't Suck and some do free of charge because we just love local. Do not play that one. Oh. Play the original. <laughs> That is another episode of Movies That Don't Suck and Some That Do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And remember, if you guys do accept the mission, is to go back and watch all 277 episodes of Movies That Don't Suck and Some That Do. We'll skip the first 20. Anyway, have a good day. (laughs) 